0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show KBS Listeners Lounge
1: coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, January 14th, 2017 and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned, I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim ji and we'll be right back. Hey, Tian. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am very much liking your pigtails today.
0: Oh, I almost forgot I had those. <laughs> I actually just did them because
1: I want my hair to be curly. Ah, yeah. yeah I used to do that when I had longer hair too, but <laughs> now I can't barely tie it up in a <laughs> Right. You ponytail. could do tiny little plaits, but it would take a oh, long yeah. time. and it wouldn't stay very well because my hair's too straight. Okay. So, yeah, right. but... It's worth a try, I guess. Yeah, we can try after the show. Yeah.
0: Get everyone together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's gotten so cold here all of a sudden, hasn't it? I mean, how are you holding up? Because I know you're not a big fan of the cold weather.
0: Yes, it is definitely too cold for me now. Mm -hmm. But it did snow a little bit. So Mm -hmm. that kind of makes up for the freezing temperature. I always think having snow makes cold weather that bit more bearable. Mm -hmm. But I know lots of other people would disagree They'd rather cold than Um, snow.
1: I'm still on your side. You're on the snow side? Okay, (laughs)
0: good. Well, I heard that the mercury dropped to about minus 10 or 11 degrees Celsius here in Seoul today. And it's actually set to stay just as cold throughout the weekend. But sadly, no snow is predicted. So it's not my kind of weather.
1: Right. But it does make it that much cozier when you're at home, though, doesn't it? I mean... It's definitely easier to stay inside. That's true, too. (laughs) I mean, I personally love the crisp cold air outside in the wintertime and the feeling of instant thawing Mm -hmm. when you walk indoors or, well, crawl into bed at night or take a sip of that warm cocoa that fogs out my glasses all the time. Um, One thing that does bother me, though, that it's way too dry here in the winter.
0: Right. The humidity drops below 25% here in winter sometimes. And guess what? According to the internet, the Sahara Desert has an average relative humidity of 25% too. Seriously, that
1: means my room was drier than the Sahara Desert last night (laughs) because the lowest humidity my thermometer can register is 20%, and it went below that. Wow. Well, that does not sound good. Uh I hope you have some type of humidifier in your room. I do, and uh, if I forget to turn it on before going to bed at night in the wintertime, I get nosebleeds in the morning because of my allergies. Apparently, it's a common symptom, though. Well, that really does not sound
0: pleasant. Is your house quite warm? You have a lot of heating Um,
1: on? That's part of the reason, I think. Uh, but it's not all because of the heating mm-hmm. um, but yeah that's why i had to get that thermometer with the humidity reader for my room because um, i thought i'd try to prevent it by knowing when to start turning on the humidifier but even if i do turn it on sometimes i still get no weeds
0: oh no well i wonder actually do you know what
1: the most ideal level of humidity for indoors is I did look it up and apparently they say that people are generally most comfortable when the relative humidity is approximately 40% wow. indoors. so yours,
0: yours was half of that Less than, month. actually,
1: wow. <laughs> for all I know. Uh, but around this time of the year, like you mentioned, as if the natural mm-hmm. dryness wasn't enough, all the heating makes it even more dry indoors. Yeah,
0: the warm air and hot wind from the heaters makes it really stuffy and it can feel even stifling mm-hmm. at times. So I actually prefer just to put put on lots of warm layers mm-hmm. and that's kind of what makes winter fun you know those cozy fleecy right. pajamas and uh, that stops the air from getting warm and stuffy actually in my house we haven't turned the heating on still at all oh wow that's and impressive and the window is open 80% of the time where do you live do you live in so <laughs> <laughs> i live in an apartment so it's uh. kind of in um, A a A studio so it's kind of surrounded by lots of other houses that probably have their heating on also I just wear really warm clothes Mm -hmm. at home because that makes it feel more cosy. With the fluffy socks Yes, fluffy socks, Uh everything Mm.
1: Well I prefer the classic Korean floor heating system ondor over the radiators uh, radiators or furnace but that's not to say that the ondor doesn't make it drier indoors either. Heat in general I guess depletes moisture doesn't it?
0: Yeah, so at times like these, we really do need to try harder to keep ourselves hydrated. Definitely drink more water. Use humidifiers if you can. Apply moisturizers or body oil because the water also escapes from our body through our skin, making our skin drier
1: in the process too. I hate that feeling of dry, Mm -hmm. itchy skin. Right, and of course our lips and hands get all chapped in the winter because of Mm -hmm. the dryness. It also helps if you dry your laundry indoors too. I mean, if it's too Cool to dry them outside <laughs> anyway, unless you want your jeans frosty and whatnot. Um, but, um, you know, so instead of using electric dryers, hang them dry indoors and the clothes can double as a humidifier. Yeah, that's a good
0: idea. Well, I can say this is not anything I ever had to think about when I lived in Ireland because, you know, it just rains there <laughs> all year round. We don't have any low humidity problems. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you know, Not all of our listeners around the world are experiencing dry, cold winters, but wherever you are and whatever climate you're in, we hope that you're staying warm, comfortable and healthy this winter. That is unless, of course, you're in the southern hemisphere. And then I think we're both really jealous. Yep. But still, you know, we're going to say we hope you're having a
1: wonderful Wonderful summer. Wonderful (laughs) summer, right, for sure. Well, it's time for us to get to the letters and reports of the week now. So don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: Listening to KBS a Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters, and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program.
1: As we did last week, we'll start with some of the New Year greetings we received from our listeners once again. And uh, this week, we actually received the very, very special personalized gifts from Mm -hmm. our listener, uh, Srivatsa. Yeah, yeah, he sent us lovely strolls or scarves. And uh, we're actually thinking if by listening to us every week, Srivatsa figured out our personality. (laughs) Right,
0: because you did a really good job. Uh I got a hot pink one. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is my favorite color. Right. I have my phone sitting here in a hot pink cover, with and the water my bottle, water bottle
2: <laughs> <laughs> on top. It's
0: almost like you can see us.
1: exactly. And uh, mine was a little more muted color mm-hmm. with a lot of patterns that re- reminded me of uh, Christmas lights. Actually, uh, although I, I think they were supposed to be like spring flowers, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it was lovely, and it was definitely uh, more suited to my personality than a hot pink scarf. Mm-hmm. So uh, survival thank you so much. It was a very pleasant surprise and uh, we love it so much. Yeah,
0: we are very grateful for your thoughtfulness every year and just for being such a fantastic listener. So mm-hmm. do stay as our longtime listener and Please friend. do.
1: <laughs> um let's take a look at some postcards we received from Japan the past week as well we received a couple of them actually one of them was from listener AG Saito who sent us a lovely postcard with the image of a beautiful cherry blossom petal cover street he wrote happy new year I enjoy listening to KBS listeners lounge every week I like the program very much best wishes for the new year thank you AG we hope you are listening to us right now too happy new year to you too and and we hope to hear more from you in 2017. Well, the other
0: postcard that we received was from listener Haidiki Soma from Nagano, Japan. The postcard had a photo of a Japanese warrior on it, and he had written Happy New Year in Korean. So thank you very much for that. But what's actually really funny, coincidentally, we also received another postcard with the image of mountains in Nagano Prefecture. But this postcard was sent to us by a listener in India. So that is a bit of a happy coincidence, especially Mm. because they both came at around the same time as well. Listener Anad Mohan Bain from India sent us the postcard and wrote Happy New Year and requested program and frequency schedules for his club members. So thank you very much for the New Year message and we will be happy to send you out a timetable as soon as possible.
1: Anand also sent us a letter along with the postcard that had an important message that we thought we should share here on our program. We'll read some parts of it for you here. He wrote, if you read the shortwave committee report fact sheet from BBG published last year, you might be led to believe that shortwave should be replaced by more recent communications media. The BBG committee claims that listeners use mobile technologies and computers to access broadcasters around the globe. There is some truth to this argument. If you survey people living in, for example, Seoul, Beijing, Bangkok and Singapore, you would likely find few who still listen to shortwave radio. It's quite true that people gravitate towards the more accessible medium. In parts of the world where people live above the poverty line, you will find the market flooded with smartphones. In such cases, mobile internet is, of course, financially and technologically accessible. But in South Asia, people still listen to shortwave radio for instant news.
0: Well, thank you for that interesting information. And of course, here at KBS, we also conduct our own survey annually as well. And we found that nearly a third of our listeners tuned into us via the shortwave uh, last year. So we can tell you for sure that we don't think shortwave should be replaced by other means. But rather, we think it's that many stations are actually losing shortwave listeners due to poor reception condition. And Anad actually explained that this could be because uh, the stations rely on their reception monitors to report to them about the reception conditions in their respective areas but often these monitors who report good conditions are those who use costly receivers that are not available for most others. So he requested that we ask our reception monitors to provide information about the reception condition of their local area just by using local receivers. And this of course is precisely why we try to provide the device information when available when we are sharing our listeners' reception reports here on Listeners Lounge. But nonetheless, thank you very much, Anad, for bringing up this important issue and reminding us that many people all around the world still really do depend on shortwave radio. And of course, if any of our monitors would like to send us a double reception report Mm -hmm. by using their usual receivers and also the local receivers as Mm -hmm. well, we would greatly appreciate it but no pressure. You're already doing a fantastic job. And we do hope that what we are doing is helpful for our listeners as well. And your assistance is
1: always, always so helpful to us. So thank you for that. We'll open up some snail mails first. Listener Jürgen Kruger of Germany sent us a typed out recession report dated October 20th. He listened to us on 9.515 megahertz from 1602 to 1645 hours UTC using an NRD545 DSP receiver with an HE001 EMF mini whip antenna. He rated the simple 35232 to 35333, noting some internal at home electric disturbances. He gave us lots of details about the contents he heard and requested a QSL card, which I believe is already on its way. Thank you, Jürgen. And we hope to hear from you again soon.
0: Well, listener Dieter Sommer of Germany sent us an email after hearing our broadcast on December 21st. He didn't specify a frequency, but he said he heard us between 1430 and 1500 hours UTC. So it could have been on 9.640 megahertz or on 7.215 megahertz. And we just want to say again to all of our listeners who are sending us in reception reports, please try to include all the information, including the frequency, because without that frequency, We cannot send you a QSL card as verification, so please try to get all the information when you send us one. Now, he said his equipment included a Yesu FT840 and an ATS909, but again did not specify which one of those receivers were used for this particular reception. He gave us some timestamp details of the contents he heard and rated the simple as 2 or 3, Three 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 two. So it wasn't actually that clear for Mm -hmm. him either.
1: Well, Dieter also wrote, ladies and gentlemen of KBS, today I listen with pleasure to your programs on Shortwave. I've listened to your transmission for about 45 years with the name Radio Free Korea. I like your station and your programs. Today, the recession quality is poor. I think the program on The Frequency is not for Europe. I hope I can send you a better report about the quality of reception next time. Well, you were correct, Dieter. That was our broadcast targeting Southeast Asia at both times, actually. Southeast Asia or India, depending on which frequency you were listening to. But uh, neither were going towards Europe. But we're still glad to hear from you again. I mean, you've been our listener mm-hmm. for 45 years. It's amazing. And uh, we will be looking forward to your next report as well. And once again, if you can, please specify which frequency you heard us on. Um, and if you can also the device maybe.
0: Yeah, that would be wonderful. And just send us a letter too anytime uh-huh. if you can't actually hear us. Well, up next, our monitor Abdul Mannan of Bangladesh sent us his reception logs for November 20th up until the 30th by post. And he tuned in to us at 9.6 for omegahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC every day using a Grundig Yatboy 80 receiver with a telescopic antenna. It appears that the conditions fluctuated a little bit from fair to good with the simple ratings ranging from three across the board to four across the board. He also wrote, Happy New Year. I hope the new year will be very peaceful for you. Sometimes I cannot hear your program due to very poor reception conditions. Please use another frequency in the new year. While it's quite unfortunate that our frequency introduced in the B-16 season is not performing as well as it did during the testing Period, but please try to bear with us and hopefully it will improve. Mm
1: -hmm, Right. Of course, that's the 7.215 megahertz broadcast. Well, we will be more than happy to provide you with the QSL cards and the recession report forms you requested, Abdul, but we don't have any KBS coat pins or badges. So sorry about that. Abdul also asked In which season do Koreans go on education tours or excursions? What type of places do they visit? Well, if he's talking about school kids' field trips, I vaguely remember spring field trips and fall field trips. Uh, some of them were a day trip, some of them mm-hmm. were a couple of days long. I remember going to traditional palaces, burial grounds, and uh, we also took a longer trip to the Daejeon Expo site in 1993 because hmm. it was just before the expo was held.
0: Wow, so you remember the year and everything.
1: Well, Expo 93, yeah, <laughs> so I kind of have to remember, I guess. But I only went to elementary school here, so... Not too sure where they go in junior highs or high schools or how often they take time off their studies, but still hope that answered your question.
0: Yeah, we see quite a few young kids, maybe kindergarten, elementary age here at Mm -hmm. KBS as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess they do a little half day break just to come in and visit the studio as well. I guess it's pretty interesting. We have a museum. Yeah. It's called, I think, a children's museum, but it's not exclusively for children. I just think they find it the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. And another one of our monitors in Bangladesh, listener Mizaner Raman also sent us his logs for the frequency 9.6 megahertz via email. Most recently, he sent us his logs dated January 6th until the 10th, when he tuned into our 1600 hour UTC broadcast on the frequency using a Grundig digital receiver with a compact antenna. He said that the reception condition was fair during the period, rating the simple three across the board for all. All five days. So
1: thank you very much for that report, Miss Anner. Staying in Bangladesh, listener Haroon or Rashid left us a couple of recession reports online recently. He tuned in to us on 7.275 megahertz at 1800 UTC on December 23rd, December 31st and January 7th. He didn't specify his devices, but said that the Simpo stood at 54425 on the 23rd, but five across the board on the 31st and on January 7th. So that's wonderful to hear. Thank you very much for your reports, Haroon, and Happy New Year to you. Do to you too. Also,
0: our UK monitor Alan Holder also dropped by our online reception report board recently and reported on eight separate broadcasts that he heard on December twenty second, twenty third, and twenty seventh. He used a Yaesu FRG seven seven zero zero communications receiver with an outdoor Wellbrook ALA one five three O loop antenna and tuned into seven point two one five megahertz, seven point two seven five megahertz, nine. 11.515 MHz and 11.810 MHz. Unfortunately, the conditions were pretty bad for all the frequencies On all the hours that he tried, the signal strength was rated one for all of them, as was the overall merit. So it was not very good, but Mm -mm. thank you so much
1: for sending all the details anyway. Right. Alan summed it up for us by writing that 11.810 megahertz uh, was actually inaudible. He said no signal heard there. 9.515 megahertz, he said it was very weak, some days inaudible. 7.275 megahertz, he said China. Is uh, uh, radio China is on 7.275 megahertz until 1830 hour UTC and it's interfered by uh, broadcast from Vietnam on 7.280 megahertz while 7.215 megahertz is interfered by China once again on 7.220 megahertz from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC and uh, it's actually on Act on the same frequency, 7.215 megahertz, from 1500 to 1600 hours UTC as well. Once again, uh, uh, broadcast from Vietnam also uh, interferes with our broadcast on 7.215 megahertz between 1500 hours and 1600 hours UTC. Uh, the Vietnam broadcast is actually on 7.220 megahertz. He also wrote, It is still difficult to hear KBS on the short wave. 9.515 MHz is the only available option for your English programs, but it remains extremely weak and is sometimes inaudible here.
0: Well, that's not good news, but Alan also wrote, Dear friends, I hope you all enjoyed your day off for the Christmas holiday. I spent a very nice time here with my family and tried my best not to overindulge and eat too many goodies. Recently, while accessing your website, I came across the your new feature, North Korea Inside. I would like to offer KBS many compliments on compiling such an excellent resource of material about the DPRK. I haven't yet read through all all the pages of information, as there is so much of it, but I think it is the most informative source of material I have ever seen. It truly and accurately describes the history of this country from its inception up to the present day. It is something I have been waiting for, as I am always very interested to know more about the North, and my knowledge is rather lacking.
1: Well, thank you so much, Alan, for your kind words and uh, that generous assessment of our <laughs> contribution there. And he also wrote about a KBS World t- uh, TV documentary he watched regarding the Henyo women or the deep-sea divers of Jeju Island and suggested that KBS World Radio also covered the topic on the short, on a short program, maybe. And um, we actually did interview Go Hyeong the director of a Henyo documentary called Breathing Underwater on our Creative Minds uh, program. It aired on the 6th of December, December last year but you can listen to it again via our website if you like it's uh, uh of course at world.kbs.co.kr English and as Alan might already know Tejunya were inscribed on UNESCO's representative list of the intangible cultural heritage of humanity just last month and so we also talked about that on soul calling anyway thank you as always Alan and we hope you'll be able to hear us more clearly again sometime very soon yeah that
0: would be wonderful. And now that's all the time we have for our letters, emails, and reception reports from you today. Thank you everybody as always for doing such a wonderful job
1: in getting in touch with us. It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent Yunha Lee. Here's Inside the Mailbox
2: Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yunha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. Well, I can't believe we're already two weeks into 2017. I hope everyone spent the holiday season and the New Year's with your loved ones. Here in Seoul, many people come out to the streets and celebrate on the night of New Year's Eve we posted a video of the New Year's Eve countdown in Gangnam, Seoul. In the video, which is filmed and posted by our own Emily Jennings, you can see the countdown, fireworks, and crowds of people cheering for the New Year. To take a look at the video, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. Like we did in 2015, we aired the ERN special program, Audio 2016, on the 31st of December 2016. We hope you all enjoyed this special program. During the show, we announced the results for the favorite host and program survey, which we conducted towards the end of 2016. Also, the entire English service team wished our listeners a Happy New Year and shared some personal information that our listeners wanted to know. If you missed Audio 2016 or want to listen to it again, the audio is available on our KBS World Radio website. On our main page, find the blinking banners on the top left corner. Click on the red banner that says Happy Holidays Audio 2016. Also, if you scroll down on the main page, on the right side of the screen, you'll see the exact same image as the banner, but bigger in size. This image is located right above the K-pop Connection message board. Click on either one to access the Audio 2016 webpage. Here you can listen to the program by clicking on the orange button on the left side that says Listen Audio. You can also take a look at the photos of the English service team that we took throughout 2016. It seems like many of our listeners already found this webpage going by the comments they left on the bottom of the webpage. Please feel free to leave your comments about the webpage and the special program. To take a closer look of the webpage, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. These past few weeks, we sent out QSL cards to everyone who sent us reception reports and Korean recipe cookbooks to 20 random winners who took part in our 2016 ERN special program, ADU 2016. Thank you to everyone who participated, and we hope the winners enjoyed their gift. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoonha Lee. Have a nice weekend!
0: Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has
1: been Kim ji and Thank you for joining us. And we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.